Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Rambling Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And this is the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas. And today, in continuation to the infinite spiral of information that has entirely devolved from once upon a time looking at a unicorn and then finding out that somebody thought that was a real thing and then chasing that until we landed at extremely advanced individuals with technologies beyond our understanding. I happen to live under the sea. They happen to live under the sea. Both instances. Both? Yeah, because in the Persian Gulf oasis, the palace of Alcaraz was underneath the water. Ah. And then in Atlantis, it is beneath the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, that's a weird, uh, I don't know, they love doing that. Actually, I've not thought about that too hard. That's a weird one, yeah. Why always under... I guess it's just harder to get to them. But we know they're not just under the sea because of Ireland. Or not Ireland, but that place with the trees. I don't know where that's at. Oh, but those are small... uh, The Isle of Man. The Isle of Man. Yeah, but what you're talking about... And by the way, we're talking about the Elysians, as you guys know. This is is what we do here. But uh, yeah, the Elysians... What happened in the Isle of Man was essentially a scientific settlement, not their main civilization. It seems like their main civilization is this thing that they... This settlement... Not settlement, this true city. I don't know because that's also like a bunch of scientists as well. Like, you think the whole place is of scientists? No, we don't know where the real, their real place is, where the actual people are. We just know the locations of the scientists. Why would you think? Oh, fantastic! You think the Palace of Alcaraz itself was a facility for science, not a city, but it's described as a city. Yeah, we've caught mm. a couple of descriptions of descriptors of that as a city and of Atlantis as a city. Mm-hmm. To the point that Mananan himself is described as from Elysium in the Atlantic. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it is a city. It is a city. Okay. It is a bunch of people. And the fact that Mary just lived in the Persian Gulf Oasis before she became the host of this experiment. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it goes to say that they for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Live under the sea? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure. Not just that they live under the sea, but that that's their main city, Mm -hmm. as far as we know. As far as we know. As far as we know. Anyways, uh, looking at the Atlanteans, which are really not the Atlanteans, but closer to being called just the sea people, as we've called them for a very long time, but are really labeled the Elysians. Sea people is a courtesy to the Greek, but they are called Elysians, as we found out later, 
courtesy of following the trail of Mananan. And as we have followed, we found that, again, um, some weapons can, in fact, kill creatures from Elfame. Elfame is where the fairies are from. Fairies is not the fairies we are accustomed in terms of fairies. Fairies are a highly intelligent... Not necessarily. I'm, pr- I'm sure there's animal-style fairies. Similar to the Shadow Realm, it is just a mm. different... Uh, reality of sorts that exists parallel to Earth realm, Mm -hmm. which is what we understand to be our reality, our universe, and they exist really next to each other and are very different to one another. Or I guess not next to each other, but uh, beneath and above. What do you mean as beneath and above? Like, if, if we were to say there's an entire universe... There's a whole universe, and there's a one black hole in that universe, and you jump in through that black hole. Now you landed inside of the Shadow Realm, if that first one was Alfame. Hmm. So, they're like below each other, in that the Shadow Realm is below somehow Alfame. Because it's just a tiny little... A tiny little. Mm-hmm. But, it still exists within Alfame somehow. But it's yes. just a tiny little... Hmm. But then you have to do that one more time in this infinitely big shadow realm hmm. that's just an infinitely small point in Elfheim. You do that one more time in an infinitely small point in the shadow realm, and you get us. Okay. And so that's the visual I get when I'm... It's hmm. like funneling, you know? From Elfheim start, is yeah. the starting point. Yeah, is the big one, and we're the small one. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Or the other way around, the funnel Why? would begin at Elfame and everything comes out of that. So you'd have a pyramid where Elfame is the top of the pyramid. Everything cons- like comes out of that and then get... Which is a weird example because the stupid pyramid thing assumes that the tip of the pyramid comes first and everything below it comes after. But that makes no fucking sense. You don't build a pyramid top down. <laughs> how do you know that's not how it was made? The, the what the the pyramids? <laughs> yes. What if you found out? Would that be pyramids. even more amazing? The pyramids were made top down, like that. The the metallic uh um what is it bronze or gold that they had there beforehand was just floating. Which at this point, like I wouldn't put it past them with the level of technology that they had at that time. Anyways, looking at weapons that can actually kill creatures from Elfame that we discovered was a thing. We get to our first mention of a nephilim. And in that first mention of a Nephilim, it was kind of a curious thing that I ignored at first because there was another weapon that was similar to Excalibur, and we dove in that direction, exploring that thing. And uh, cool, but I decided to go back and check this thing about the Nephilim out because the first mention we've had, I've been wondering when they're eventually going to pop up. And they did. So, in diving into the Nephilim, I came across a couple of interesting things and we're going to discuss those um interesting um things um what are the things are they nephilim <laughs> are the, you calling them things these nephilim are um intra- um can you imagine um everything no. okay so these nephilim the nephilim the nephilim uh the as falafel? the falafel as I've been doing lately, I went through definitions, I looked at some names, I looked at different words that match, I actually found this way more. We've actually seen this a couple of times, not knowing that these words meant Nephilim. 
Really? They've actually been mentioned. This is not the first instance, but there's an issue here that I did not know. But luckily, I'm not the first person to look into this little doohicker. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about some of the finer details associated with the Nephilim. I, I don't have a radio voice, and that's frustrating. Because a lot of people do that thing where they feel obligated to have a radio voice, and everything they do sounds like this. You know, and I I feel left out because I sound too human, and I like that ro I like that robotic level of excitement. You want to do that throughout the whole episode? It's impossible to sustain. How much cocaine must I do? You know, like get the mm. hell out of here. Anyways, so the Nephilim. Uh, simple basics of the Nephilim. They are a hybrid between Elysians and human, which are two different types of Earthlings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, things we know related to the Nephilim, they are, it's considered a criminal offense to breed with humans by the Elysian. Like, the Elysians consider that a crime, as we know, because Azazel was convicted of having uh, been breeding with Egyptian women, and so he was imprisoned and, uh... After his imprisonment, he joins the Shadow Gods. That's what he was in prison for? Yeah, he was in prison for impregnating Egyptian women. Oh, well. Because it is illegal. <laughs> Which is interesting. Why is it illegal? Is it okay to have sex with them if they don't get pregnant? I think, I think so. I think it's getting them pregnant that's illegal. Oh, okay. Which is like, okay, they're tools, I guess. I guess. So, the word Nephilim and the word giant get used interchangeably in many, 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 many texts. This includes some of the big hitters. Hindu texts, Christian texts, Judaic texts, Islamic texts, Why? and Celtic texts. Mm -hmm. Giant, oh, and Greek. Giant. Kind of anywhere that you look mm -hmm. seems to be used interchangeably with the word Nephilim. But do they use it the same way? Like, are these giants in all these stories created from things that shouldn't be together, gods and humans or whatever? Yes. Oh. <laughs> what? That was like that was gonna be the big conclusion I was gonna get to. That was literally gonna be the big conclusion I was gonna get to. Yes, that is the weird part. And hmm. there's a perfect example of Loki in this instant having a child with a giant, and then resulting in these creatures. Hmm. He makes giants. He makes giants. Hmm. He no, he mates with humans as he's a giant. Oh, okay. He mates with humans, and then he breeds these things like the world serpent, which we found out is not really the world serpent. But, I mean, it's not really a child of Loki as opposed no. to a child of Oros. Yes. Oh, okay. What about that giant horse? Is that his? Yeah, that's his child as well. But yeah, so that was a really weird uh, a realization, the fact that, yeah. There, there's consistency across all of this. Mm. They're used interchangeably, and it seems like every instance of the mentioned giant is actually referring to a Nephilim, and the process to get there seems to be the same. So the word giant shows up, but always 
in title and rarely in size. What do you mean rarely in size? It's never describing your size. It's always describing. It's a title. Okay. Giant is a title, not a descriptor. So they're not all giant. Not one of them. Really? Ooh, that's a not one of them. It's harder to find an instance. So this suggests a definition of giant in ancient texts is actually closer to the definition of Nephilim, which is son of the greats. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or merge or hybrid of the greats. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. But not actual giants. Okay. Not actual giants. Not, barely ever. It was one mention, and it was under the word warrior. And uh, this was in Jewish texts. And it's under the word warrior in the Hebrew Bible. And the debate was whether the word warrior here was to mean giant or to mean Nephilim. But it still happened that it most likely in that case, it just so happened to be that in that case, it probably just meant tall, big guy. Okay. But funny enough, even the word warrior sometimes just means Nephilim. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So the most frequent definition found for the word giant had zero physical descriptors and actually most often than not would be described. Giant was to describe immense strength immense power and uh, a lot of times how quick they were to get angry how emotional they were really but rarely ever to describe size what? okay yeah 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 and then philologist john frederick a philologist is a person who studies the history <laughs> of language Oh. It's funny you said falafel early because it sounds yes. just like it. But the philologist John Frederick Lindo, he was coming through and comparing and contrasting ancient texts, essentially looking for the same things that I'm looking for on average. Uh-huh. And he discovered this very fact, the fact that every time the word giant shows up, it's not in any instance referring to an actual giant. Okay. So what makes this guy an actually credible source is that he attempts to disprove his findings, and he actually finds it easier to find texts in which they're using the word giant to describe the offspring hybrid of, or the hybrid offspring, I suppose, to some creature and humans. And oftentimes that creature seems to be human, and it seems to be just greater than human, presumably the Elysians. Uh, Almost every time, he finds it that much easier. And so chasing his little leads, I looked into that, and yes, that is correct. Almost every mention oftentimes leads to the word giant being a mistranslation. So that's... A lot of giants in a lot of texts, if we were to assume. And it showed itself across all different major mythologies that this pattern exists, by the way. We're talking in Hinduism. We're talking Greek mythology. We're talking Christian mythology, Islamic mythology, all the Abrahamic religions that come from so Christianity, Judaism, Islam, the Celtic religions. Almost mm-hmm. everybody's using the, the word giant. We might be using the fucking word incorrect and okay. be talking about big creature but they're not. They're not. And it, this was quite largely the definition of the word they were using was the offspr- the hybrid offspring of this greater other thing. 
Everybody is this greater is thing greater than just us, or is it greater than both us and the other thing? No, no, no. Wait, oh, you mean the offspring? Mm-hmm. So that's unclear. That's unclear, but we're definitely going to walk into that in one moment, because there are some theories I have about that. Okay. Now, the Greek originally translated the word Nephilim from the Hebrew texts into giants. They were the first to do that back in the day. Okay. And uh, then that spreads to the Hebrew texts and eventually the rewrites from older texts. So this is actually part of the Greek. Of changing the word's meaning? Yeah. And okay. this is just random edit that got moved through time, essentially. Mm-hmm. Now, what I find interesting about this, uh, uh, the Greek texts being the ones that altered all these other things, there is a Saint Arnold, who's a Jew. What? And Saint Arnold, the Jew, or let me put this a different way, he's a Greek who happens to have been born in Israel. So he's ethnically Jew, not necessarily religiously Jew, but seems to be okay. writing texts in all instances for the Catholic religion, except for this one instance in which they were assisting in writing the Greek mythology. And he's responsible for the trade-off of the word Nephilim to the word giants that just so happened to then affect all the major religions afterwards. I found that weird and suspicious. Why? Because somebody from the region that the Elysians are from changed a word that made everybody completely alter how they speak about. That is strange. Okay. So you think it has to do with them, though, that they were hiding the fact? Yeah, I think the, that... Um, what are they called again? The Elysians, uh, yeah. Hmm. I do think that St. Arnold is essentially suppressing, or assisting in the suppression. St. Arnold might not even really be an Israeli. That might hmm. just be an Elysian. Yeah. You know? Or yes. at least related enough in the way the St. Peter was. Elysians look like humans, though? Yes. Okay. They do. They are bronze skin, light eyes, as far as the descriptors go. Okay, but they seem pretty human. Yeah, they seem pretty human. It's just some, like, oh, it's like the difference between looking at a mortal and looking at Zeus. And they go, oh, a mortal looks mortal, Zeus looks like a person. But he also looks like an immaculate, perfect version of that. Okay, like but, vampires. Yeah, just fit, but vampires could look imperfect. You could have scars, and you could have disfigurements. Mm. A god is just born perfect. Mm. And so, like, that's essentially how the descriptors seem to make out the Elysians. And white hair. I don't know why everybody has white hair. It's white Weird. hair, bronze skin, and light eyes. White hair is something... Whoa, that's weird. Okay. Yeah, with bronze skin. That's bronze odd. Skin, yeah. And okay. the light eyes could either be green or blue, just very light. That's very strange because they're always underwater. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that affect any of it? <laughs> bronze skin, like bronze how? Bronze skin, what do you need that for? 
How are they getting brown skin, though? Yeah. What do they need it for? Why do they have so much melanin if you're never getting sunlight? Weird. Okay. Or maybe they have artificial light being made in this way. Hmm. I don't even know. Like, there has to be a, a, a way that this is beneficial somehow. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. I'm very suspicious of St. Arnold. And, um, yeah. So, because of this, actually, the this is, I will tell you the exact moment that is suspected that this happened. Because of the alteration of the word Nephilim to giant in the Greek text being translated into Latin, which is interesting that this guy knows Latin if he is a Jew. Whose side are you on, bro? You're a Jew writing some Greek mythology into Latin. Which group do you want to belong to? He said, yes. (laughs) Anyways. So yeah, St. Arnold, suspicious guy. And because of the Greek that have moved the word and made it to giants from being Nephilim, but also the Greek being the same people who've described the Titans as being these colossal creatures, but giants being colossal creatures in later texts of Greek mythology... These two things get merged, and it's believed that the giants of Greek mythology are the titans of Greek mythology, but these are not the same people. Okay. Those are actually two different groups of people. What are the titans? The titans are some other thing. Okay. While the... The titans are actually giants, or no? I guess they would have to be, right? I don't know. (laughs) And this actually comes back to Norse mythology, where we know that there are two types of giants. Ice giants and normal giants. I think one of those is actually giants. And one of them is Nephilim. And one of them is Nephilim. Mm. Hence why so many cultures have two types of giants. It's not two types of giants. Yes, they're just, the the word has gotten confused. The word has gotten confused, and we're actually seeing Nephilim be mentioned everywhere. Mm, Okay. That's why we weren't seeing it, because it's been warped and edited thanks to freaking St. Arnold, who somehow had enough influence in this one change that later affected everything else. Interesting. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The plot of thickens. So, there are three mentions in the Hebrew Bible that are of note. And there are two that are... Well, there are three mentions, and there are two that are of note. The first one is directly before the events of Noah's Ark. Now, let me establish what this means. The mention of Nephilim occurs... And then almost instantaneously after the mention of Nephilim in the Hebrew Bible, the need for the flood arrives. I found that interesting, but I moved forward until I found the second mention. The third insignificant, it's just casually mentioned. That's the one with the word warrior. Okay. It was more about a debate of whether this is referring to the Nephilim or referring to the literal word giant, in neither case not using the word that it's referring to. But the second dimension is an instance in which it refers to them as Anakim, which becomes useful in a moment. The Quran also 
has giants referencing the Nephilim. That word mm. means Nephilim. And in the Quran, we actually get a text that then later makes a correction to this and refers to the Nephilim in uh, Islamic as the Ad. What is what? It translates to Nephilim, and Nephilim translates to sons of gods. Okay. So the Ad, hmm. which is Islamic for Nephilim. And now we got enough information for me to dive in. I'm like, okay, I've gotten a couple mentions. I know what some of these are. Let's dive deep. So two different spellings for Nephilim are N-E-F-I-L-I-M or N-E-P-H-I-L-I-M. Both of those say Nephilim. We have the Anakim, we have the Odd, we have the word giants, and all of those are used interchangeably, it seems, in all of the uh, uh, mythologies and religions of the world, collectively. Everybody agrees, giants equals Nephilim. Okay. Now, in Enoch's The Book of Jubilees, he states that uh, ridding the earth of the Nephilim was the reason for the flood. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the reason for the flood. That's uh-huh. the reason for the flood. What was the flood really? And there's only one group of people we know with the resource and energy to do such things. I looked to see when, on average, the flood occurred, and the flood occurred about 2,500 years before Christ, mm-hmm. which puts this at the peak of not the peak but sort of at the uprise of quite a couple of places and sort of around the same time surprisingly that um azazel gets booted Mm, so there's some correlation happening there Mm -hmm. um along with that it seems to be Either exactly 5,000 years, not literally exactly, I'm being, but you know, two to three years difference from exactly uh, 500 or exactly a thousand year uh, range from major events, with the furthest being exactly 10,000 years from a previous event that happened 12,000 years ago. So it happens for whatever reason to be interval mathematically about 500 years intervals from major events that uh this occurred Hmm. and we get a bunch of flooding i don't know what that means some numerology right here if that matters in your life it does not i don't get it i don't get it either that was a weird pattern that somebody mentioned (laughs) and i looked it up and i was like oh shit that's interesting That's a weird occurrence. Is this? But random. Yeah, absolutely random. But somebody had noted that, like, mm-hmm. yeah, this seems to be almost exactly this range. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, let me look. And it's like, oh, okay, that's weird. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just an odd fact about Nephilim and the, the possibility that a giant flood 2,500 years before Christ was somehow timed perfectly with a bunch of other major events, which I don't know how the hell that would even happen. No. But, you know, that's Enoch's end of that. So, now, I looked into the Odd, followed that as well. Which is the Odd again? The Odd is the Islamic uh, word for Nephilim. Okay. And following up on the Quran's mention of the Odd, they gave us a location... For where we can find a 
fucking group of them. And they are in Arabia as okay. refugees from Persian pursuit and persecution. Which, okay. The Arabians are not part of Persia. And this comes from old Arab texts. The Nestlans are being pursued? Not pursued, but they're fleeing here as refugees yeah. to avoid pursuit. Mm-hmm. So, according to ancient Arabic texts, they agree with, oh yeah, some special people from Persia came over to where we are and we welcomed them to live over here peacefully because they weren't welcome over there. And then we think about the fact that we know that they literally made it illegal. And you're like, okay, so there's a settlement of Nephilim in Arabia. Mm-hmm. They're out there like the Naga. Hmm. Just a small location like the Naga. But Wahidin? Or hidden, are there yeah. like stories about them? Yeah, yeah it's they're, they're hidden. They're seen walking around blending in mm-hmm. to people on average. Yeah, when needed, they have special abilities, extra strength. Oh, because they don't look anything unique either. Yeah. They could just They pop probably look even more human than without like the blonde and the... Yes, they can they got mixed DNA, yep. Yeah, okay. Mm. So they're more easily blended into the population, which allows them to go unseen. They have abilities? They have abilities. They're incredibly strong, incredibly fast. They and they're quick to anger. But they tend to, you know, they're still people, so they can side with good or bad. So there's some good ones, there's some bad ones. This reminds me of in Full Metal Alchemist, the people of Ishbal. Ishbal. And how there were good ones and bad ones. The people with the red eyes. Oh, okay. There were good ones and bad ones. Just like there are for anyone else. But the group of people mm-hmm. seeking them and in fear of them saw them all equally. Oh, okay. So I think that's very similar in mm-hmm. this instant. In which there are Nephilim, you know. Who are just being killed off because... They're just bad guys. Then there's good ones too. The majority. They just want to live. They're trying to live. But we're not killing them off because they're good or because... I mean, they're because they're bad. Why are they running away? We're not killing them off. No. Why are the Elysians... Why are they running from the Elysians? Because the Elysians wants to kill them off. Yeah. So they come hiding amongst yeah. us. But they're... They're not killing them because they're good or bad, though. They're killing them because of what they are. I guess. Which is, I'm not really sure what it is. Because what makes them a threat or something? That's that's what's confusing to me. Like, what is the point of them this being not, illegal? Like, Jesus type of magic, are they? No, there's no magic involved. They're just biological. Yeah, so why kill them? I don't know. It's really weird, right? Like, like, I understand that maybe the whole making it illegal to mate with them. That's weird. You shouldn't probably mate with something similar to you that's obviously beneath you like an ape or something. Like, don't yeah. do that. But, like, why are you going to murder that baby? <laughs> that weird human ape baby you just had with that ape. <laughs> and that is weird when you put it in- into perspective like that because if you consider, like... <laughs> Because that's what's happening. Yeah, yes, yeah, ultimately, that's what's happening. It's like, if... if Unless there's a deformity. No, listen, it's 100%, like, you're totally right. I'll, I'll paint you the picture. 
I have a lab. I am a very successful scientist, and I experiment with apes all the time. And then I successfully manage to acquire a team of apes that are just smart enough to help run machinery and things. And I can teach them and try to communicate with them in the process of working with them so consistently. But then I fall in love with this female <laughs> ape. There are laws in place preventing me from sticking my dick inside this ape. Yes. Bestiality is illegal. Yeah. So it makes sense it's illegal for them. I get it. Yeah. Okay. But I still don't understand killing the child unless it's like there's something wrong with the child that they feel like it needs to die. I don't know. It's really weird. It really is. And... Because if you had a child with an ape, I'm sure that child would be horrifying. Like, there would be something wrong with it that you'd wa- you would want to kill it because, like, its its life would be miserable. But this is, a, this is a town, a settlement of people who are Nephilim hiding. This isn't just a bunch of deformities, as far as I know. As far as you know, they could be, like... Like, when we used to kill people who were different because they, they were... Special but I feel or like, left-handed. I or whatever. feel like this would have popped up looking at it that they're hideous monstrosities or deformed oh. or freaks of nature or some shit. Not just no mention of anything like that whatsoever. That's too prominent to just like be know. glossed over. Maybe there's some deformity. Like to compare them to giants, maybe that's how. It's not being compared like, to giants. That's entirely oh no, that's due to yeah, that yeah, word confusion that happened huh. thanks to some creepy random. But we don't know anything about them unless you do know something about them. No, there's actually very little on this. This is this is what I'm saying. I'm not even going. I'm not even assuming that there's some like. There's very little on any nephilim. But following up on the mentions, we locate a settlement of them living in secrecy among the people of Israel. That's the Anakim. That's the name of the people. Yes, this was mentioned in the Bible. Mm. which was the second mention in the Hebrew Bible, and they referred to them uh, a settlement of giants, the Anakim, and that's hidden right there in Israel, which is part of Persia. I just think it's so weird that they want to kill them. Like they, If they, the whole Bible story of flooding the earth to get rid of them is true... What? Why? 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 Why are they hiding? Why are they being killed off? What? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what's the point? What is what is happening? Just okay, you don't cast a person out and then don't deal with it anymore. Why go out of your way to eradicate them? Like, there's some other problem happening there. Why can't you just ignore them? Is it because you don't want the DNA continue to roll out this way? There's got to be something wrong with that DNA. Maybe I don't know. I don't know either. You think they've gone to the point where reproducing by natural means is impossible and so they can only reproduce effectively without destroying something um, scientifically through inseminations and things of that nature? It was actually an episode of um, of Star Trek like this that they looked for people who had uh, genetic material that they can use to add to the population because they had run out they've exhausted by copying and they become copies of copies of copies of copies of copies and everybody on the planet is the same like six people mm-hmm. so they needed to add new genetic material in order Three for them to still yeah. 
And when our heroes arrive, the Z fighters, when the Z fighters arrive to this new space the civilization. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z. I thought you were talking about Star Trek. I was. And then I added the heroes from Dragon Ball Z. They're oh, also they're, in space. They're aliens. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Star Trek, they could totally come across. Like, they come across Q. What stops them from coming across like Goku? Although, if you come across <laughs> Goku, you got some problems because you know something yeah. crazier is about to happen. Anyways, it's uh, easier to find mention of them than it is to find anything uh, they've done. Like we'll come across, mm. oh, that thing was a giant, or this thing was a giant, and then we can cross-reference a bunch of other texts and be like, oh, yeah, this means Nephilim. But we have very little activity from the Nephilim. There's a couple of stories, and we're going to dive into those in the future. Ah, boo. Um, it's nothing impressive. It's not even worth describing. It might hint to something. Which is why we'll go through it, but okay. we're, we need a collection of them yeah. because it's essentially not useful enough on its own. Mm. There's nothing exciting to talk about. There's just instances of the parents of these individuals being exciting and always going and banging some human mortal, and then here we got one. Yeah, okay. There's mm. never, like, the Nephilim themselves are very prominently considered rejects amongst most text. There must be a reason why. There must be a reason why. And um, considering the Norse knew of a place on Earth where giants came from, which was Jodenheim, I decided to uh, look in that direction as well to see what the Norse individuals knew. Of Jodenheim. And so, one, yes. First, I was looking at what other descriptors they were using to describe talking about. Or, I guess, writing about. Um, the people of Jotunheim, the giants, and it seems that yes, in that instant too, they were quite elite people, comparable to gods just beneath them, oftentimes the offspring of those really great and those really normal, leading to an entire civilization of, quote, giants, unquote, which basically just sounds like more Nephilim. Uh-huh. And following that the nephilims make more nephilims question mark i don't know if two nephilim were to mate yes yeah i don't know what that means but okay yeah they would just have a child who's also half and half Mm -hmm. like if you had a non-nephilim i guess you'd tilt it in the direction of whatever that is like if a nephilim mated with a human the child would be more human than it would be more whatever but two Nephilims together would still have a child that's half and half, so they'd just make yeah. more Nephilim. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, looking into it takes us to the northernmost islands of Norway, where there is an island named Himmeltinden, where there is a large settlement of Nephilim living, considered to be the home of Nephilim. Interesting enough, we get, last time on Dragon Ball Z, the dude, Nemed, (laughs) who goes north, and then from north arrive the people 
who claim to essentially be Alicians, uh, but there's something off about it. Uh, and, like, where'd you go? North? That doesn't check out. That's north, though. Yes. Hmm. Mm, so they weren't actually Alicians. They were Nephilim. But they had Alician tech. They had Alician tech. Well, they weren't... No, sort of. I don't know. It's complicated, right? Because... Mananan is a clean Alician, and Mananan doesn't have a problem with the rest of these people, and Mananan joins this group of people. Are these people the same as the Nephilim, who are not liked? And presumably, as Mananan is a literal high-ranking Alician in the way we are used to... Why would he be cool Why would he be cool with them? It doesn't make sense, exactly. Thought about it, yeah. doesn't make sense. It doesn't. There's some conflicting information here. Mm-hmm. Because it's the only source of Elysian anything I could find that Nemed could have gone to. I still don't know what the hell was up north that he went to, and then these people came from the north, and they're like Elysian. But I do know that they came from the north after Nemed went up north. And I know that these uh, 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 Nephilim were up north in the islands of Norway. Hamiltonden. The Ellen Hamiltonden. How do you know they weren't killed off by Alicians and then they took their place or something? I don't know. That would be crazy, and I don't know why they would take their place as opposed to just kill them off and keep them moving. That'd be extra weird. Maybe they just like the way they live. I don't know. I don't know. And then say that they're offspring? That's weird. I don't know. That's that's very Based on how they're describing it, it sounds like they might be Nephilim, but then the idea here is... Where did you go? And why is Mananan with you? That's what's messing it up. Because we're the offspring? How are you both the Lysian and the offspring of Nemed? Hmm. Do you see the problem there, Nephilim, man? Just based on what the I hell. I guess. But why, didn't, why was he cool with them? I don't know. Which means this guy did, in fact, go up to the islands of Norway. He was actually there. Because based on what they said, yes. If yes. they are both Lysian and they are ancestors of the Nemedians, then what the hell? Maybe they're not first generation of Nephilim, so they're okay. Like, after a certain point, you don't kill them. You just need to kill the actual ones. And then, like, they only have a problem with the ones that are the offspring. And the people who, I guess, have sex with humans are a problem. But besides those two, anything under that is okay. Anything underneath. Like, the children of children of children of the Nephilim are okay, but if it was, like, the first generation of Nephilims, that would have been a problem. He would have killed them. Well, this is this is where I believe we have confusion, right? Because the argument here would be that the Nemedians that went north didn't mate with the Nephilim. They mated... With Alicians. No, I think they made it with Nephilim. You think they made it with Nephilim? Yeah. You think this place of Nephilim existed prior and the Nemedians went up to there instead of the Nemedians going up to there and then mating with Alicians, which would then allow us to both have a settlement of Alicians and a settlement of Nephilim. Because then why would the he be place? okay with them? Why would it be okay? No, because the Alicians would want them dead. Maybe. Unless these are the worst Alicians that are okay with 
Nephilim breeding. Well, no, the argument here would be, and this is just the thought I'm having at this moment, what if there are some secret Nephilim living amongst the Elysians? How would the Elysians tell? Is there a tell? Is there a tell? Is there a tell? There might be a tell if, like, they don't have blonde hair or whatever. Interesting, yes. If they don't have, uh, it's not even blonde hair, it's silver. Silver. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, it's silver hair. It's, like, really, really silver eyes and then bronze skin. No way do they look exactly like that once they mix with a human. No way. So they have to lose some of these characteristics, they which inherently to. just makes it so they can't be. Yeah. Unless you have stories where they couldn't tell, like, if there was something to hint to, like, they're indistinguishable. No, man, I just got three different cities where there are places that they live. We got three different locations that mm-hmm. they live. We have... Different words for who describes them, and in the future we're going to have a couple of stories, none of which seem blatantly exciting or anything. I'm hoping but to find they details. describe any of them? Even a teeny bit. They look like people. They look like people. Most yeah, descriptors are, just look like people. They look more human than whatever, then yeah, I, I, I think... So the Nemedians did not go... They did go north, but they yes. made it with Nephilim, which means yes. they're the ancestors of existing Nephilim, but why would they continue to refer to themselves as Elysian, then? If they are Just because that's cool. They're less Elysian. So? But then they come down and they still have overpowered Elysian tech. This doesn't work. Why not? So the Nephilim that were there had Elysian tech. Well, maybe tech. they're protecting themselves with Elysian tech. Fascinating. Like, they... they even though they love... Elysians because like that's the top of the top they also fear them because like we're gonna they're gonna kill us yes interesting but they're the top of the top like why wouldn't you but, well they adore them I think not adore that that's a weird word but you know like but what about their parents is my question are their parents outcast Elysians living amongst the the Nephilim if they're not dead already they can't go home no, because then they'd be killed. So they're yeah, gonna they not kill, but they'll be imprisoned. Oh, imprisoned! Okay. Azazel was imprisoned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But are they imprisoned for life, or is it like okay, you've done your time, you can you can go? Well, you no, Azazel was here. yeah, Azazel was allowed. No, he could have stayed there. He chose to leave. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. He could have stayed there. He served his time, and he could have stayed there, but he decided to leave. Oh, okay. So as long as you serve time for the punishment yeah like if you do the thing and then you come back to your home they're arresting you so the best bet is don't go back home yeah so you made it with some non-elysians and you are elysian don't go back home Mm. you will go to jail yeah prison i suppose okay i guess that makes sense Uh yeah but then what we (laughs) we have named going north and mating with some nephilim who have Elysian technology. Uh-huh. And then they come down to face the Firbolg, which are also just Nemedian ancestors, but human with human. Mm-hmm. And then they go and they share Ireland. And so we just have the ancestors of Nephilim living in Ireland, and the Nephilim, one settlement living up north in Norway, and then one settlement in Arabia, mm-hmm. and then one settlement in Israel. There are a couple of Nephilim settlements, 
These are just talking about the major things. I know there's mention in a million other places. Mm-hmm. Is that, that weird? They're every- no, they're just everywhere. That means they're everywhere oh. is what I'm saying. Yes. The conclusion is, whoa, the thing we've been looking for mentions of actually is everywhere. We were just not understanding yeah. what they were saying. Yeah. Anywho. So that's what I got. A couple of mentions of Nephilim, a couple of different words that have always meant Nephilim, where it got altered, and Nephilim here and the Nephilim Mm, there. Maybe why it's been hidden, maybe? Well, I don't know why they would hide the Nephilim if they themselves are trying to get rid of the Nephilim. That's true. I don't know. There's no need to protect them. Why? They did the same thing with Jesus. They swapped, they made his story all weird. Fair enough. Maybe it is just about hiding. Because it does also come back to hiding their own existence. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Because if we know that Nephilim are real, then we know they're real, and then we go and pursue them. But if Nephilim don't exist, that's, well, they don't exist either. Yeah. If you just think they're just giants, like, that's just a creature. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Exactly. It means nothing. It's just, oh, big guy. Yeah. Which St. Arnold's a weird guy. You come out of nowhere, you are allegedly a Jew, and you're translating some Greek mythology into Latin. What? Not Hebrew? Why? Because he's Hebrew? Don't they already have it in Hebrew? No? I don't know. I don't know what... I mean, probably, but don't they already have it in Latin? Probably. What is he doing? I don't know. (laughs) But odd, St. Arnold over here, and thank you, shout out to freaking philologist John Frederick Lindo, who's on a weird-ass path as well, I don't know what the hell, out here looking at some- Did he make any connections that were important? Besides that, giants are not giants. No, that was his contribution to the sea. He figured out that giant does not mean giant. All right. And that, like, it most likely means Nephilim, which, you know, son of gods. Okay. It seems to be that that's most frequently the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what the case might be. And in the future, we're going to have some stories, uh, events, all the mentions that we can get a hold of in which there's actual action going on. Things that might enlighten other situations, bare minimum, related to the Nephilim. That's the goal here. They um, have tech. They have tech. I'm very confused about what's happening with Nemed, to be honest, because he did go north, mm-hmm. and then Elysians came down. Mm-hmm. But north are Nephilim. Yes. So I don't know. But they do say they're the ancestors. Exactly. That makes it make of sense. Of the Elysians. It, they must about? be Nephilim. Yeah. But they wouldn't claim, I don't think they would claim to be Elysian. Why? Because you don't want to go around saying you're Elysian and then the Elysians keep track of all their people and they know you're not Elysian, which means you're you're the other thing. Hmm. You hmm. would instead say you're human. Huh. So that you blend in more. I guess. You don't be. want to be want? spotted. Or know, or anybody know where you are. But if a true Elysian was on that island, they would want, they would want to not pretend either. Like they, no, a true Elysian would just claim to be an Elysian. Yeah, but he's on that island, isn't he? Who? Um, Mananan. Mananan, yes. Well, this is what's actually throwing the story for a loop because if Mananan, then actual Elysians. 
if not mananan then potentially yeah they could totally be nephilim but we know that mananan himself is a pure elation yes but maybe he doesn't have a problem with them because they're not first generation nephilims and you think that's good enough they're just human yes like after a certain point it doesn't really matter just killing off the their i guess but I don't know why. I mean, he's too busy to go to the north and kill their parents and whatever. He's not that type of person, maybe. He has mark. duties. He's got other duties. Yeah, his job to do. Yeah. And probably, they probably didn't reveal where that place, besides saying it's north, he, they probably weren't specific. They probably didn't give him the details knowing what he is. They'll find it if they needed to. But yes, but also they want to live in peace with this guy. You he probably wants their parents dead. Maybe. No, it's a fucking... Pro- I was going to say that maybe they just didn't tell him. But they told everybody. That was the point. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, that would have totally made it. But no, they're saying we're a mm-hmm. No, it doesn't work. Because then they would be more human than anything. Why would they come down and say we're a lesion? It doesn't work. There's something wrong. <laughs> it doesn't work. Oh, no. There's something wrong here. They're not Elysians. They're not. They're not Elysians. They're not. But Mananan is. Yes. So the... No, it, this is this is really where we're getting fucked up. The island of Norway... Or not of Norway, but the island up at Norway are not Elysians. Those are Nephilim. Yes. But Mananan and everybody surrounding him uh-huh. are Elysians. Yes. Factually. Yes. The people who arrive are one or the other, and we don't know. Because Mananan seems to arrive in this story with them. He does? No. I mean, no. not He doesn't literally arrive with okay. them. Okay. These people get sent and they show up where he is. Exactly. But he, what I meant is he's from the same place these people are from. Up north? No. Okay, then. The people who show up uh-huh. come from up north. Okay. But they were sent there from some other task they were already taking part in. They're from where he is. Atlantis. Why do you think that? Because that's what's said. But I thought they just said that they were ancestors of Elysians. They were that. ancestors of the Nemedians and Elysians up north. Uh-huh. And up north, there were people already studying. These had to be... Oh, wow. I didn't realize there was a huge hole there. It was a whole last time when we were talking about this. How are you both ancestors and sent to assist Mananan after? That doesn't make sense. They were sent to help Mananan. They were sent to help Mananan. I don't know. Because they're probably not first generation. They're probably way past... And how are they taking orders from the Elysians? Because maybe they're accepting of them. No, it makes no sense. They're of what just not accepting of the first. This makes no sense. Why? Your argument is mm-hmm. this island in Norway has Nephilim that are rejects. Mm-hmm. Then those Nephilim reproduce. And now the Elysians who rejected the parents are like, nah, but we're cool with you guys. Yeah, so you got, not bringing rules. So you got to go there and get to know them and then tell them we have orders for you who your parents we've ignored. We came here to communicate with you who have less in your blood of us 
than your parents do. We need you to go do this mission. Here's our tech that your parents are way better suited to use. This doesn't make any sense. That's not the. No, I don't that's know not what played out. It doesn't make sense. It makes the most sense. It does not make the yes. most sense. Yes, it does. Doesn't even a little. It definitely does. There's some huge hole here, and I believe that the people who did show up to assist Nemed perhaps were actually Elysians, but that's confusing because the only place up north I can find is the Nephilim. Unless those Nephilims are dead. And replaced by actual Elysians. Yes, that's the only two things, I guess. It's either they're cool with their ancestors, or not ancestors, children's 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 whatever because mananan is an elysian yes and these people who showed up to assist mananan are ancestors problem it's awkward there's something wrong i don't know maybe these stories will help us find something yeah i have to look into it i have to find out i don't know man i don't know i don't know i don't know it's a weird one that is there has to be an answer somewhere well, hopefully we can Super stumble upon obvious, it. Super obvious, and we just... Looking through some of these it. stories relative to these guys. Hopefully we can we'll find it. Figure it out. Yeah, now, okay, because now there's a reason to look at the stories and try to see what. Mm-hmm. Specifically looking at these instants surrounding the Nemedians. The Nemedians have some odd inconsistencies that need to be sorted out. Hopefully it just gets resolved and brought down to just being some word confusion like the rest of this shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Which is the most likely possibility Maybe. into some confusion textually speaking. We'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Anyways, if you guys have uh, anything to tell us about this information, you got input, perspective, or anything of the sort, question, comments, concerns, whatever. Fan art. Fan art. Yeah, sure. Send us fan art. You can message us any of these things at Just Convo Pod on X, on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Yes, and tell people about the show. Word of mouth is the most overpowered thing that has ever existed in the history of humanity to be sure to use your voice. This has been The Rambling Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye! Bye. It was probably about fear. Cause a fucking thing. Cause some fears. People didn't a fucking hold of them. The chaos. People stood up. You were. You didn't expect that. People rose up like, oh no, we're going to do this together. It's like, what the fuck? Oh shit, we didn't see that coming. Now we can't just confiscate shit. Now we got to fucking fight the people for it. Fuck, we didn't think about that. But you're not thinking at all as a problem. So they got to fucking debate and argue the people of Hawaii. You thought they were just going to roll over and shit. Mm-hmm. And no, they're over here like, no, this is our fucking land and we will fight you and we will fucking kill you for it. And it's like, oh shit, we didn't think about the fact that these are natives. We should have probably just done this shit elsewhere. Good morning. The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.